1: Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com.
2: Hi and welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott, uh, and I'm Ben, we are joined uh, as always by our uh, super producer, uh, Noel 2017 Brown, and we want to give a shout out to our super editor, uh, Dylan Redline Rev Fagan. <laughs> Redline Rev. Redline Rev. <laughs> that's, that's all right. We'll work it also, on it. It also sounds like maybe a, a pastor who has a secret vigilante nightlife where he, he's doing street racing. Yeah. Like, maybe, oh, maybe he's a DJ. Redline Rev. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Redline Rev.
3: Redline Rev. Oh, man. 2017, uh, huh? 2017. Yeah. So we're into it now. And uh, I guess we should maybe... Uh, well... It I guess a, a simple, smooth segue into today's topic. If that it, that really has, uh, we've already crossed that bridge, haven't we? No, there's, like there's butter. no smooth. This is so smooth. There is, <laughs> there is no smoothness to this one at all. I'm sorry about my voice as well. By the way, I'm uh, starting the new year with a, a scratchy voice. But um, late last year, mm-hmm. I saw a 2017 Acura NSX that really made an impression on me. It was at a yeah. Ferrari dealer. I think I mentioned it, or you know, I posted about it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's kind of a, there's a there's an funny little story that goes along with this and it it ties in um it was something that was supposed to be at the end of one of our other episodes and it got cut because of time uh but i'll just briefly mention this now and it's again just a strange coincidence because we received a a listener mail a piece of listener mail from a guy that hadn't written to us for a couple of years and this is the guy that is the um uh he, he works with the japanese consulate in detroit do you remember this guy uh, his name is Bill S. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, Bill yeah. S., He wrote into us about, well, I guess a year ago, and he mm-hmm. wrote in again this year around the same time. Um, he had a couple of other stories that we've, you know, I think we've mentioned these on air a couple of times, you know, some of the other stuff that he, he brought up. But um, in this latest note, and he makes note that it was a year ago that he sent us something, uh, he says he's he's got this whole grab bag of materials, and uh, that was what I was going to include at the end of that last uh, nuts and bolts we didn't get to. But one part of his note uh, was mentioning that, he said, "In the last several months, I've seen not one but two NSX supercars on the road." Now, remember, this is in Detroit. Yeah, so, so you're much more likely to see uh, some rarities. Yeah, probably. And but the thing is, you would think that uh, maybe it's like part of a competitive, bit, you know, teardown or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, like why would the big three have something like that? But yeah. there are also just a lot of you know car fans there, supercar fans. So he said, "I've seen not one but two super NSX supercars on the road. One was on interstate uh, on the interstate in Northwest Ohio, where my wife and I." Um, past it going the other way. Of course, there's no time for a picture, you know, when you're headed the opposite direction. But uh, he said it was just a few weeks before or, just a few weeks after they had been delivering them for the public. So, uh-huh. uh, right when they were brand new, he saw one right in Detroit. And that, he's talking about the brand new one, the, uh, the second gen. He said the other one was a classic NSX with antique plates on it. And that was in downtown Detroit, which, I find this kind of funny. It had antique plates antique on Antique plates. An, on an NSX. I guess they qualify, right? If it's an early yeah. enough, yeah. If it's an early enough model, because with 1991, <sighs> or was it 1990? I, I can't recall. I have it in my notes. We're but, getting old, man. Um, so, anyways, he wanted to hear a little bit, of, or he was just talking about seeing these NSXs, and you know, it's kind of an unusual sighting, and it's one of my favorites as well. Um, around the same time, uh, I guess a little bit earlier, maybe a couple months earlier, Rudy Smith had written in and said that uh, he had he thought it was interesting about uh, the NSX now being made in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're made in uh, Marysville, Ohio, at the Honda Performance Manufacturing Center in Marysville, and uh, you know, just had a, a quick note about. You know, um, American-made sports cars and supercars. He wants to hear an episode on that. And, okay, last part of this whole thing. Uh And this is leading into today's topic, of course. Um, On my way home, I've been taking a different
2: way home because I'm trying to avoid that crowded interstate that I talk about all the time. And plus, uh, when you first started talking about this plan, part of it was avoiding that holiday traffic. Yes,
3: yes. So uh, that was uh, something I, I... Took on maybe prior to the Thanksgiving holiday, you know. I thought, I thought, well, I'll try to find some back routes and and figure this out. Well, I started going through these like little twisty roads, you know, back roads, and we're kind of in the, I guess we're in the foothills of the Appalachians, if you want mm-hmm. to call it that. And when you get to like the northern part of uh, our county here, where you know uh, Atlanta is, and uh, I was driving through the. the Twisty, I wouldn't call it mountain roads, but hilly roads. Mm-hmm. And I happened to notice every day at one house there was a silver NSX parked there in the parking lot or in the driveway. And I thought, well, that's interesting. I, I just, you know, something to look at every day as I pass by it. And it was interesting. I, I love seeing those cars and don't see very many of them. So another day I was on the interstate. You know, I had taken the other route home. It was a Friday or something where there should be no traffic. And there was a huge tie up. And as I get to the front of the tie up, I realized that there is a silver NSX. That looked like it had either rolled over or driven under a truck or something like that. It huh. was, uh, it was really badly mangled. I couldn't tell if anybody's hurt or anything, but there were four or five cars involved in this, and I was thinking, that's really weird. It's another silver NSX. I wonder if, and, uh, you know, so as a, the next week or so, as I was driving home on that same road, I noticed that, yeah, that car is not there anymore, so I, it's gotta be the same person that owns that. Has that's to be. That's crazy. I mean, there aren't that many here in the Atlanta area, and for sure. it to be a silver classic NSX, it, it has to be the same one. Let's find the guy. Let's hang out, yeah, I mean, but all this stuff is going on, and then I passed this uh, this dealership with the the new n s x and, uh, you know, it's just it seems like it's been a month or month and a half of all n s x in my head, and I just can't
2: get it out. So that's today's topic. Today's topic, ladies and gentlemen, is the NSX. Uh, there is something I want to say before we move on here, okay. Scott. I am sorry about the long lead-in, by the way. No, this is great. Okay. This is great because it's all related. Okay. Uh, it's all, uh, it's all tied in. And I wanted to explore this briefly with everybody. <clears throat> Have you heard of the Bader Meinhof phenomenon. (laughs) I have, but um, I I would guess that some of our listeners haven't.
3: So it's It's, something we discuss often here.
2: Yeah, Uh, how stuff works for for some reason, uh, one of us will find just some interesting thing. It might be uh, a little-known car company, in Scott and I's case, or it might be something where there's an interesting psychological quirk, uh, just because we go through so much stuff in our Mm day-to-day. Bader meinhoff phenomenon is the proposed explanation for that weird feeling of synchronicity you might encounter like let's say you wake up one morning and you're ju- you have a song stuck in your head that happens to everyone mm-hmm. say so you wake up and turn to stone by a Elo classic is playing in, in your head oh great now that's in my head <laughs> yeah sorry everybody. <laughs> I should have thought that out. But anyway, uh, let's, in like later in the day, you, f- you hear it on the radio and you're like, whoa, what? Am I remembering the future? Yeah. And then maybe you start to see more electric light orchestra stuff show up over the next few days. Like a poster in your favorite bar or something. Right, Or yeah. something like that. Exactly. It's something really weird that you'd never noticed before. Right, right. Um, and then another example of this might be, uh, that you hear a word for uh, the first time, like a a very specific, strange word.
3: Yeah, like synchronicity or something like that. Yeah, there would go. Something sort of unusual. You don't hear it often, Mm -hmm. but then you pass by a, uh, I don't know, like a a driving school or something. It's called like synchronicity
2: driving school (laughs) or something like that. It just shows up here and there. Right, right. And the explanation of this Bader-Meinhof phenomenon uh, essentially says that when you hear about something for the first time, the experience of having like a... Uh it's a highly meaningful coincidence, that's hmm. synchronicity, right? Hmm. That's when uh, someone calls you and you're like, oh, I was just thinking about you. That's crazy. Yeah. You yeah. know? How did you have my phone number, Lionel Richie? I must have ESPN. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know, it's, I an must, old, it's
2: an old joke, but I can't <laughs> just say it. I must have ESPN too. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> sorry. That's a but, different level. But the, uh, but the point <laughs> is that... Um, Our brains like to recognize patterns, so what's happening, the argument is, is that um, Turn to Stone by Electric Light Orchestra or whatever, that poster was always in that restaurant or that bar. Yeah. And that – Synchronicity driving school was always on your way home you just notice it now and, because and, your mind is looking for a pattern and the song is in the rotation for whatever
3: radio station you listen to it's just you hadn't really paid attention because it wasn't up. the one that you woke up to
2: that morning or whatever yeah exactly yeah. so there's a little bit of a of a bias a selective attention yeah. so maybe you were in the grips my friend of a serious case of Bader Mayhoff. I think that's what it is, and this happens to me with cars, too. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, once I got my
3: uh, my new car, um, I constantly see them on the road now. I noticed that there are four or five of them here in the building, you know, in the parking structure that I Yeah, I, I saw in. one, too. And I... <laughs> I had no idea before that. I hadn't really paid attention to that vehicle, you know. And I guess if I bought a like a Buick or something, yeah. I would notice all of the new Buicks in in the same garage, but it just goes that way. So you're probably right about the NSX, I bet that's what's got it stuck in my head, but maybe today will be somehow therapeutic and it'll kind of flush all this out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Um but we've been talking about the NSX for a long time here on this show, haven't we? We have. We went uh, back in the archives and found our our original Acura NSX show which was on the first nsx mm-hmm. and i think there was some uh i i didn't listen to the whole thing i'll be honest i listened yeah. to some of it just to see what we were talking about but um at the very end i would bet that we were talking about the new nsx that was supposed to come out <laughs> uh because this was this episode the first one was it was recorded back in july of 2011 so Oof. yeah i know and that's a, that's a long time ago we were still car stuff at that time so you yeah. know we'd made the change over yeah um but you know th- that's the thing about this car, and I- I've I've uh, lamented about this on on this uh, this podcast many times because I feel like uh, in-, in a way I feel like I was a little bit let down by the uh, by the new NSX launch. And I bet a lot of people feel the same way, too, because in way back in... Oh, well, let's see. Where are we going to start here? Because the first yeah. NSX was around from, what, about 19... Uh, I think it was 1990. Nin- 1990. Uh, until about 2005. Mm-hmm. And then... It, okay, so they canceled production. You know, it's it's done, and you know, everybody was kind of... I think a lot of people were sad about this, right? That, right. Uh, you know, it's gone. It was a great car for all the reasons we talked about on that previous podcast.
2: But then... Yeah. And like two years later? Yeah. In December 2007, Honda says, cause you know, this is called the Accurate NSX here in the States, but it's called the Honda NSX other places. Uh, Honda said, alright, because you demanded it, NSX lovers of the world, we are going to launch, uh, a successor by 2010, yeah, we're going to bring it back in just three short
3: years, and you know this is two years after the first one had gone away. So everybody gets kind of excited about it, right? And they're all they're all kind of geeked about this fantastic supercar coming back. 2010, and, <laughs> and it was affordable. Yeah, yeah, yeah I and mean, it was the... well, um, semi affordable. I want to talk about price in a minute, but because right. uh, they, they seem to match up pretty well. So here's the thing: in it was supposed to be in 2010, but then in late 2011. We get mentioned then that it's going to be unveiled again in 2012, and they did do that in 2012. They had, I don't know, a big Super Bowl commercial. You know how things get put off, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the production's delayed for whatever reason. I don't know if it was money. I don't know if it was um, interest. I don't know Mm -hmm. what it was, or materials, or change Mm -hmm. of direction. I couldn't tell you exactly, but but it was supposed to be
2: unveiled in 2012. Oh, I have a theory by the way about some of the delays they encountered. Okay, let's hear it. I think it was I think part of it was because Honda's management wanted to wanted to somehow make it a more environmentally friendly car mm-hmm. and combining that technology in a way that doesn't significantly limit performance mm-hmm. at that time. Tough, I think. Okay, I also yeah, since we're taking a, sol- a small break here in the uh, in
3: mm-hmm. the in the chronology, the, the ramp up. Yeah. I guess it's okay. I um, I think they. I feel like they could have gone two different ways with this car. Yeah, and I think this is maybe where they decided to branch off into a different direction because, I, and I, I don't know if I've read this somewhere, if I was just thinking this or what, because I've read so much material about this in the last uh, I don't know three weeks or so. Uh huh. Um, it, they they had the chance to to maybe take it. One way where they could just make it again, like a, a semi-affordable, and I'll say because th- you know it's a sports car, so it'd yeah. be expensive anyway. It's like comparatively affordable, but they could have made it more like something a little more conventional uh, than mm-hmm. what they did make it, as w- as we'll talk about in a minute. Right. But or they could have gone kind of over the top and made it compete with other niche cars, like you know Ferrari mm. and some of the big you know the big dogs in the, yeah, yeah. in the supercar game, right? So I think what they did was they decided that yeah, that's the that's the market we want to be in. We want to be competitive with them and we want to have this advanced powertrain and we want to have mm-hmm. advanced materials and all mm-hmm. that we want to really go uh, I'd say off the deep end but that's not really the case they want to uh, push it to the limits maybe is what uh, what they did um uh, they probably could have released it earlier had they gone more conventional and That's
2: yeah, you're absolutely right well, so okay, so
3: there's all this happening behind the scenes. We don't know exactly what was going on, but, yeah, I interjected um, with
2: my theory, but no, here we are two thousand and twelve
3: yeah, two thousand and twelve and they've got this big Super Bowl commercial and it's got yeah. Jerry Seinfeld in it and uh-huh. it's got uh Jay Leno in it. it's you know these are these are uh, sports car guys, these are car mm-hmm. guys really in general so uh, you know it kind of gets you thinking like well, it's gonna be on the road soon, you know they're they're Blowing big money on the Super Bowl ad, of mm-hmm. course, it's got to be soon. This is all the way back in 2012. Well, then we hear that there's like three a three year gap where we don't hear a whole lot.
2: Right. Oh, well, they do. In their defense, they do unveil the they unveil. Uh, New generation NSX as a concept car. Hmm. Okay, so just as a concept in the at the North American International Auto Show, and was that in 2015? That was in 2012 that they had the concept. Okay, but uh, then they enter that radio silence. But do you see what I mean? Okay, the, the ramp up
3: already at this point is 5 years plus. It's more than 5 years long. It's a lot of hype. Uh, yeah, so how long can you keep the interest high in something like this? I know that the people that are really, you know, the, the people that have their checkbooks out and all they have to do is write in the number. Ugh. They're excited. They are well, going to remain excited because sure. they're going to watch all the news and keep, you know, keep up on this. And the people that are I guess super fans of this car, sure. I'm I'm interested in them. I'm a, I guess I would call myself an NSX fan, but I got to tell you, I, I, over the years I've just kind of lost interest in it, and it's it's back again now that it's on the street. But the slow, slow buildup—it was something that I just couldn't get over. It took so long, you know. You it know, it, it yeah. just lost all momentum.
2: The hype can kill things so easily. We can compare it to music too. Uh, so. For years and years and years, Guns N' Roses said they were going to come out with an album, uh, Chinese Democracy. and Eventually, people just lost interest. For years and years and years, uh, Dr. Dre said he was going to come out with uh, a sequel to The Chronic, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Or uh, he was going to call it Detox, that album. But eventually... Um, you miss your shot, and it can happen in almost anything where you're creating a product for a mass of people. So uh, let me just mention a couple other things they did to try to keep interest Okay, in this gap. All right. I'm being too critical, probably. I think you're being fair. All right. So without knowing what the behind-the-scenes stuff was, which we can we can guess at a little of it, I think, um, in the Avengers movie, Blockbuster, came out mm. September 2011. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man it was driving uh, – the Robert Downey Jr. character was driving a car that was, like, based on the NSX, but, you know, gussied up for the film. Hmm. In 2013, this this is the one that, that – uh, what would Peter Griffin say? This grinds my gears. Uh, Acura launched a uh, thing on Facebook, which was an online configuration tool for NSX. So you could go onto your Facebook account and you could customize your imaginary. Did you say 2013? 2013, dude. Okay. All right. So
3: three years before uh, it ever actually made it to the showrooms.
2: At all, yeah. Okay. Because they don't – and then they make an announcement uh, right around the end of the year in 2014. Okay. And they say, hey, remember that thing that we were going to bring out in 2010? It's coming in 2015. All right. I, I totally get it that it takes a long time to develop something like this, but maybe you don't tease
3: it, you know, for um, God, what it ended up being. It ended up being uh, nine years of tease, right? Nine years. Nine years of tease for this vehicle. And that's why I started to feel a little bit fatigued by this. You know, I was just kind of worn down. And anytime I would hear it or, you know, see... Anything about it, I would think like, okay, well, it's just, they're just talking about it again. Or you see it in commercials, you know, when they show the, the whole product lineup, it would, they really yeah. catch like, uh, they'd have maybe like three seconds of that and then 27 seconds of the other product. The you know, hi- so it's yeah. like, it's teasing you again, right? The
2: hype machine for this vehicle has been around longer than our show, my friend.
3: <laughs> That's, you're right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. You're right.
2: It has been. So,
3: alright, so maybe enough of the negativity because yeah, yeah, what yeah. they did come up with mm-hmm. was, was a, a really interesting product i mean i've, I've seen it in person mm-hmm. i haven't been able to get into it or hear it or anything like that but i've seen it in person it's beautiful there's a there's a lot to it um i mean just if you want to go down to the, the quick specs and stats yeah, and all that specs. i guess all right so it has a um let's see it's a mid-engine design as you would expect right uh 3.5 liter twin turbo v6 mm-hmm. nine speed dual clutch semi-automatic so you're, there's no shifting again i guess you do the paddle shifters yeah yeah uh, that's yeah. Uh, I don't know. Some people
2: don't like that. Some people do like that. Zero um, to sixty in just under three seconds. Yeah, not
3: bad. Two point nine seconds, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Four wheel drive. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's part of the S H A W D system, I guess, which stands for Super Handling All Wheel Drive, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, system that was designed and engineered by Honda Motor Company. Uh, you see that on other vehicles. The S H A W D. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another one that has that. Um, it has three electric motors. Yeah, which produce what is it like seventy three extra horsepower? I think it is. Mm-hmm. So combined, you know, with the with the engine uh, producing five hundred horsepower, and the three electric motors all combined, five hundred and seventy three horsepower. Not bad. Top speed is one hundred ninety one miles per hour. They've. I don't, I don't know why that is a strange number to me, but one hundred ninety one is the the top yeah. speed. Yeah, it's electronically limited. I think it's just a, a conservative way for them to spare. Things like the tires, the brakes, the uh, mm-hmm. you know all the stuff that, that could wear out if you're you're driving consistently above 191 miles an hour. <laughs> well, you know they, they I mean, there's maybe a calculation right. that goes into this. It's, yeah, I mean, why would they not just say it's 200 miles an hour? You know, they could just they could bump it up nine miles per hour. There must be a reason that they backed it down nine miles from that.
2: There has to be. Maybe, uh, maybe they were going to be buying the. Uh Maybe they were going to make a deal to buy the tires, the tire company itself, and make specially made uh, NSX-only tires, well, and then purposely kick up uh, kick up the limit to the point where it would destroy the tires every time you drove, right? That's just money. <laughs>
3: well, that would be money. Yeah, that'd be a smart move, That's right? probably also illegal. I bet it would be. There are special tires for certain cars. Well, yeah, of course. It has to be, yeah, for of the course. max speeds. Yeah. Okay. Uh let's move on. And um so there's also uh a new what they call an ultra rigid space frame body design.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: it's kind of like the skeleton of the car if you want to think about it that way. Like every everything hangs on that skeleton. And the skeleton is made of a few different things. Now the, the first NSX was uh, entirely aluminum. Uh you know, yeah. aluminum body, aluminum engine. Uh this one has aluminum, ultra high strength steel, and then what they call other rigid and lightweight materials. Some of them which are only first appearing in this vehicle for automotive use i don't Mm -hmm. know exactly what that means or what some of these are but um i can tell you what the body skin panels are made of and maybe that's some of it i don't know sure um they're using thin sheet aluminum which is hydroformed for some parts and this is you know kind of here and there all over the vehicle so uh i'm not going to break down exactly what panels are where but Mm -hmm. um there's carbon fiber that's used um in the floorboards and you can also get a car optional carbon fiber roof if you want there's also another material here that I find really interesting. It's called SMC, which stands for Sheet Molding Compound, and is a high-grade glass fiber-reinforced polyester that is formed while it's heated and under pressure. So they use that for some of the body panels. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also, um, like, other high-temperature-resistant plastics that are used in, in real high-temperature areas, you know, like around the exhaust manifolds, things like that. So um, it's an interesting vehicle all around. There's Oh, the body is um, really... That kind of, inter- it's interesting to look at it from different angles because, yeah. uh, this thing has 10 functional air intakes on it. So, uh, mm. the whole body is really, as they say it, uh, kind of like sculpted for aerodynamics and performance. And, it looks fluid. Yeah. Some of it's for pass through air, you know, so that the air flows over and around right, it and through right. it. Um, but some of it, uh, like I said, there are 10 functional intakes on this vehicle. So some of it is for cooling, of course.
2: So let's also continue this and and let's, talk a little bit about some of the initial reviews after a brief word from our sponsor
1: you're a growing business which means you need every spare hour you can find that's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in slack slack is where work happens with all your people data and information in one ai powered place start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites or build an automation with workflow builder to take routine tasks off your plate no coding required grow your business in slack visit slack.com to get started
0: if you use paper you're a human but if you choose paper you're a paper
4: Emotions. never forget it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one listen to a really good cry with radhi devlukia on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
3: and we're back and ben you were mentioning the, before the break that we were gonna hear some of the early reviews of this car right
2: yes 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 yes
3: positive i hope
2: uh Many. Many are positive. Uh, One thing I saw that I thought you would – that would crack you up, Scott, was there's a video you can find on YouTube that says, is the 2017 Acura NSX the world's slowest sports car? Oh, no. Yeah, that's a dubious honor, isn't it? What? Uh, But in general, the reviews are – in general, the reviews are are pretty good. Uh, Motor Trend did their first drive review, and it was – so it was short on confidence, long on potential, mm. uh, and that was that was back in 2015. Okay, when they did that when they did that first drive. Uh, so one of one of the things they do, of course, is they talk about you know the delays in the vehicle, which I I can understand, and, and just to be clear, like Scott, obviously our objection is not. Over any mechanical delays or engineering delays, it's just like don't hype it. Why yeah. do we? Why do we live in a world, man, where if a movie's coming out in in 2019, don't don't give me a teaser in like 2014. Yeah, just don't tell me about it. Yeah, this
3: summer. I guess maybe that's the thing is that if they had waited until let's say 2015 auto shows to re, to release this thing and say like we're gonna do this. Yeah, that would have been a little different. Then the uh, the, the anticipation would have been a little higher for it maybe.
2: So what they found is that the um they go over some of the the stats here they note that you can hear the turbos while you're driving but you won't believe they're actually there uh the relationship between your right foot and the engine's output is so incredibly linear you swear on your life that the nsx's engine was naturally aspirated and then at uh Higher speeds, of course, the the motors output is going to drop relative to the gas engine, and you feel some lag. They say, but only if you're looking for it. Uh, and they say that's the proper way of dealing with turbo lag in a supercar. Ferrari, take note. So wait, is this is this the same reviewer
3: that called this the slowest? No, supercar? that's different. That's okay.
2: I wanted to put in one like negative Nancy. All right, there. didn't didn't seem uh, like it was no, no no no. Motor Trend is overall. Motor Trend is overall. Uh, pretty favorable they note they they like the design uh they say uh, inside and out uh they say they've got a couple choice lines here one is the first thing you notice inside the nsx is you can actually see the outside so oh i read something about that the visibility is better
3: in this one than it was in the previous yes NSX. yep something like and they they rated it it was like 36 percent 36 percent better visibility from this one versus the first gen nsx
2: Right, and these are these are pretty in-depth with the... Um well, it's got a backup camera, too. Right, it's got a backup camera. That helps. That really helps in a car like this. I think in some cars like this, it's a, it's really a necessity. Almost essential. You've got to let Jesus take the wheel. Have you ever
3: seen anybody uh, reverse a an old Lamborghini Countach? You have to open the doors and hang out the side. <laughs> it's a funny process, but that's how you have to do it. You can't see to back this thing up, so uh it's really there's it's comical you'll see some people online doing it and uh it, they've got the you know the gullwing door open or not wing, the uh, scissor yeah. door open and uh and they're really they're they're leaning way way out it looks like uh like they're trying to do some kind of trick or something you know it's 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 absurd how they have to back these things up it's crazy it's almost mm-hmm. like you could you're in danger of falling underneath your own car while you're backing it up If that makes sense, as the the driver, (laughs) unless you have somebody guiding you in, which is a huge help.
2: So overall, they say that uh, the NSX is what happens when the world's most rational car company builds the world's most irrational vehicle, a supercar. And they said that, um, sure, the original NSX started and ran, and it was comfortable, and it went 100,000 miles without anything significant breaking – but it also famously wore out its rear tires by the time you got to the grocery store. Well, whose fault is that? Come on, that's the driver's fault. <laughs> no, you know what? I've got something that ties in exactly with that. Yeah? That's all right. What's that? All right,
3: so sorry if I'm interrupting your reviews no here, but uh, this, com- this comes from Automobile Magazine nearly a year ago. Um, it says that, oh, and this is kind of interesting. They used, you know, way back in the beginning, Acura bought two Ferrari 458 Coupes for benchmarking purposes to uh, to mold or, or pattern this car after it, to say, this is what we want to shoot for to be better than this. Yeah. So they bought two of them. Uh, again, Ferrari 458 Coupes. One of them was supposed to be torn down for, you know, just to kind of study the manufacturing mm-hmm. process and, and understand what makes that thing tick, right? And the other one was uh, reserved for performance testing against whatever they created. So it's kind of funny. Um... I guess Automobile did a, a uh, an interview with somebody, an Acura spokesperson, at the Detroit Auto Show last January, so one year ago, and the person said that uh, it turns out the 458s didn't hold up so well to Acura's barrage of tests. He said, and this is a quote, that thing broke left and right throughout testing. As you can imagine, the NSX will hold up much better in typical Honda fashion. So... Dependability, durability is something they built into this, knowing that the competition, what they are shooting for, was continually breaking down. And I gotta say, if they're, if they're testing it on racetracks and, you know, things like that, you know, whatever they were, wherever they were testing, I think they were doing laps at the Nurburgring and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, more than that, I'm sure, but, you know, stuff like that, if it's breaking during that, um that's not a good sign, really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you can't hold up to, you know, whatever. Um one other thing that this article points out, and they, they mentioned just a, a quick paragraph here, then I'll be done. Um it says that uh, as as much as things have changed since the first NSX rocked the supercar world sideways back in the early 1990s they've also stayed the same to some degree. While exotic supercars have absolutely come a long way in the last 25 plus years they're still a fair bit more temperamental than your average sports car. So they're kind of setting you up front here to say <laughs> and it's still a supercar so you know be wary of it there but yeah. they say if the new NSX carries the same reputation for reliability as the original We could see history repeating itself in the way that people really, really appreciate this vehicle. Um, Oh, and this is exciting news. Also in the same article, it says, we also learned that the Acura NSX isn't a one-trick pony. We can expect different NSX models to follow the debut of the hybrid coupe. So they say they might be higher performance variants or alternate body styles that may come out. You know, I'll believe
2: it when I see. Well, okay, but you know what? <laughs> they've already got
3: the basis, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, You're right. If, maybe if it's
2: way easier. And if
3: they're talking about maybe like removing the hybrid part of it, or making one all electric, or you know whatever. It doesn't say that in this article, but um, you know if they're promising you know higher performance variants or or alternate body styles that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um you know from the get go they knew that the NSX wasn't you know they weren't going to build just one car and then leave it be. So um Acura has something planned or Honda has something planned for the Acura brand.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this uh this for a lot of people is just amazing news as long as it actually happens. And Scott I like your optimism there when you say that well they've maybe this is the hard part. Maybe the rest is just um a little bit of remixing, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have some, uh, some refining, some developing. Yeah, and uh, we'll also want to talk about what we've been teasing earlier, which is the price of this vehicle. And we'll get to that after a word from our sponsor.
1: You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.
0: If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian
3: And we're back, and Ben, you hinted that we were going to talk about some pricing
2: oh, yeah, issues here. So where the rubber hits the road.
3: All right. Well, I actually got this figured out here because I've done the uh, the price comparison as I love to do in these uh, in these podcasts, and yeah. um, I've got some good news. It's actually not so bad. It's not bad news. Oh, all right, all right. So so here's here's what you'll read about them, I guess, or what you'll you'll hear about them. Um, and by the way, you can you can still pick up you know these early first gen cars uh in the ballpark of $30,000. Uh they're not much more, maybe a little bit more in some cases, a little bit less in some cases. Mm-hmm. Uh it depends on condition and mileage and all that, but um they're not completely unattainable at this point. You know, they were they weren't really unattainable then, but uh, anyways, well, let's get into the pricing and we'll we'll uh, sort all this out. So back uh, when these things were first launched in 1990, I think is a 1991 model year maybe. Uh Uh-huh. And I'll ballpark this with uh, just kind of a a general number here because I know that options and other stuff, you know, special packages came around. Uh, but it was right around sixty thousand dollars for a brand new NSX in nineteen ninety-one. That was when it was brand new. Mm-hmm. But by the time it was done in two thousand five, that price had jumped up to ninety thousand dollars. So that's significant, right? That's a fifty percent increase in price. Yeah. And that has a lot to do with you know a revamp that happened where they you know they upped the engine size and horsepower, and uh, there was a restyle and everything. So there's some of that going on there too. But here's the here's the not so bad news about that. If you take that sixty thousand dollars and you you know convert that into two thousand sixteen dollars, mm-hmm. uh, that was right around one hundred eleven thousand dollars. Okay, so in, uh, back then, if you were to buy a brand new one in nineteen ninety one, it's it'd be the equivalent of buying a, a car today. It was one hundred eleven thousand dollars?
2: Right, right. All right.
3: So that's not the price of the new one. That the new no. one sticker price is a it's it's a little bit higher than that. Um, now this is kind of weird, but. If you look at the ninety thousand dollars that it jumped up to over those, uh what was it fourteen years? Mm-hmm. Uh, ninety thousand dollars in two thousand five is equal to one hundred and eleven thousand dollars. It stayed the exact same proportional price, which is kind of cool over its fourteen years. Yeah, and it's not bad, right? I mean, it just it just maintained uh, with inflation, I guess. I if would you take look at that, that as good news. Yeah. It seems, it seems completely fair in this case. Now, I know that, you know, it's kind of high price, but if you look at, uh, you know, like any of the modern-day sports cars, I guess, like, you know, Corvette or whatever, sure. they're still expensive. Oh, yeah. Of course. Uh, that's what kind of makes them a little bit exclusive, and, you know, uh, maybe, I don't know, it buys you all the toys that you want. Let's just put it
2: that way. <laughs> one of the uh, one of the top-ranked competitors, just by way of comparison, be the 2017 Audi RS7. Yeah. And uh, that price is probably going to be like 118,000, 118. Yeah, Yeah, that's today, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's uh but, but again, that's going
3: back to 2005 for the original mm-hmm. NSX. So Today's price is a little bit higher, and yeah. I think that that's, uh, again, we, we talked about that divide where they decided they wanted to go a little bit more niche market. Right. And adding the hybrid technology, the three motors, you know, the advanced, uh, advanced materials and all that, I mean, it bumps the price up. So we're looking at a, an MSRP price right now for a base, no options vehicle, right off the line, around $156,000. That's ballpark. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you, what you're going to pay with no options, no anything, you know, it's going to be more than that with uh, you know destination charges and tax and title and all that other stuff they add in. Um, the one that I saw a month or so ago, um, it was again, it was on that Ferrari dealership lot, and it was priced at I think it was like one hundred ninety seven thousand nine hundred ninety dollars. Uh, so one hundred ninety eight thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and we had figured that you know someone just probably bought it early. Yeah. They put something. I think it was like four
2: hundred and thirty six miles on it. And uh, then they traded it in. Well, let's not forget, too, so many people have been, as the young kids like to say, so many people have been thirsty for this vehicle for so long that as soon as it was a real thing, folks were hitting up dealerships uh ready to cut a check sight unseen yeah, and yeah. just wait for it to arrive. Yeah, there is uh there's high demand for this car. Now,
3: I mean, yeah. despite what we were talking about before, you know, the uh the, the wait from 2007 until today. Mm-hmm. Uh there is high demand for this car and Acura says, you know, they're they're, they're building them as fast as they can, I guess, <laughs> maybe to get them out yeah. the door. Um, you know, Ben, I think we should talk about the first vehicle that came off the line, because that was the one that everybody wanted, right? And there were rumors that it was going to go to, you know, this celebrity or oh, that, that celebrity. yeah. Uh, Vin well,
2: number one.
3: Yeah, so what happened was there was actually an auction. And the auction happened earlier this year, or in 2016, I should say. Uh, the first production vehicle with the, you know, Vin number 001 was auctioned off by Barrett-Jackson Company on... January ninth of 2016. so very early this year that's that's long before they're coming off the assembly line because I think they came they started that in around June of 2016. Uh, the, the person who bid, uh, had the winning bid for that car was NASCAR team owner Rick Hendrick, and his bid was a million two for this vehicle. Well, but of course, okay, here's the other thing. you know, he's a car guy, of course. Has a lot of money to spend, of course. Right. Um, you know, it gets his name out there again, you know, it just keeps him in the, the, the public eye, I guess. And it's a very good cause because all of the proceeds from that, uh, from that bid were donated to a charity, uh, charity called, uh, the Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation and Camp Southern Grounds. So it went to a good cause. Yeah, uh, that's it's awesome. Yeah, helping children. And, uh, then, you know, what, so that was the very first one early in the year. And no, of course he was there to drive it away, which of course you'd be there for, you know, something monumental like that, right? Mm-hmm. Photo op, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I think it was, a uh, it was May or June when the production vehicle started to roll off the line in, in Ohio, in Marysville, Ohio. Somewhere around there. So mid-year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, people are really excited about this car. I mean,
2: they're, they're selling them like hotcakes. <laughs> That's think, an old saying, isn't it? Yeah, I think they're more popular than hotcakes. Did the, I, get, I, I the, get that one right? The, you got it. You knocked that one out of the park. I've got to study these yeah. these, uh, these sayings, these idioms. Did you look at your idiom sheet? No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I should cheat. I should just bring some in that are written down, but I, I never cheat. And then... Uh, I end up flubbing every one.
2: Oh, man. I, uh, I I feel you because I went through this phase where I was looking for idioms in other languages, <laughs> no. and there's some stuff that just does not translate. No. A lot of it I can't really say on air, but I'll, t- I'll tell you a few choice ones if anybody wants to write to me. Some of them sound more like Irish toasts, maybe. <laughs> yeah, just so. <laughs> uh, one thing I'm curious about, too, that this brings up is uh, this being a hybrid sports car it's not the first of its kind no. but uh i, I want to know uh what you think listeners uh, folks out there is a hybrid sports car something that you are for or again are you for it or again it uh i personally think there's a lot of potential but there's still a ways to go and this is you know this is by all means a competent car Uh, one of the, some of the first driver reviews talked about how they felt the steering really needed some work, Mm -hmm. but I personally am not persuaded until the technology is a little further along, Mm -hmm. a little seamless, because, you know, when I think of a sports car, I always think of just a big, Thirsty internal combustion engine. Yeah, you think more conventional, right? That's this. what yeah. I think. And
3: yeah, I know it's tough to accept something like this as, as a supercar. Um, and the same thing with the LaFerrari, and you know the other companies, yeah. the, the McLaren that does the same thing. You know, there's a there's a few of them in this uh, this realm right now. You know that are that are hybrid supercars, mm-hmm. and uh, it would be interesting to see kind of a shootout between all of them to see who does best and what they like, what they don't like, and yeah. Um, but again, you can't put them in the same price. We bracket because again, what does that Ferrari cost? It's like it's like two million dollars or something, right? The La Ferrari. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to ballpark that. It's probably two million or maybe even more. This is less than two hundred thousand, you know. Yeah. So, so it's a tenth of the price. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you can it's, lump uh, that into the same.
2: $1.416 million for the 2015 LaFerrari. Oh, okay. So I was off by about uh, $600,000 or $700,000. Oh,
3: what's a little bit of change between <laughs> friends? Well, you could buy – just for instance, you could buy three more NSXs with the with the difference that I thought. <laughs> pass uh, you had. the
2: savings on TV. <laughs> that's right.
3: That's What a deal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, that's, that's a good point uh, that the price points put them in – different sub brackets so can we really compare them it becomes an apples to oranges thing at some point despite the fact that they're all hybrid sports cars and here's the other angle to this too if i were to you know step into this car and drive it I would
3: instantly fall in love, no matter what, because oh, I, I'm, I'm not sure. a, I'm not accustomed to driving a car that's 156,000 and costs uh, and is a world class supercar like this. You know, I, I just I've never really had that experience. You know, that mm. uh, it wouldn't be like my daily driver, of course, but um, I would uh, I, I would appreciate every little bit of that car if I were to have it. And someone else who maybe had an experience in other cars that were similar might say, "Well, I don't really like this compared to my McLaren that I had, uh, you know, last month, or uh, you know that LaFerrari that I I drove." Last last year. Yeah. Uh, at the track. You know, when I was at the <laughs> Nürburgring driving the LaFerrari. Uh, no, that is, accent doesn't work. I shouldn't do that.
2: <laughs> I think you could keep it. You can work on it. 2017, man, the the horizon uh, stretches before us. You know, we can do accents. All right. Is that even whatever. an accent when I go, oh, I was driving my LaFerrari at the Nürburgring? I don't know. I don't hmm. know. No. It's a voice. It's a character. Yeah, it is a character. Maybe a character we could develop, I guess. Yeah, um, you need like a, what do you call them? Those uh, An ascot yeah, I need an Ascot. in my head, those are fancy ties. <laughs> I, I was like, you need a fancy yeah tie. yeah yeah uh, so <laughs> it, it's true though that that despite the weight and despite the hype that could have killed it, the vehicle that Honda delivered is uh, pretty. I'll say it, I think it's pretty badass. yeah, I am you know, even though i'm I'm a little stodgy about hybrid supercars in general, uh, this seems to be competently executed. Uh, it seems to be a lot of what people wanted. I want to hear from uh, our Acura owner, Acura NSX owners from, like, the early days, first-gen oh, guys. Yeah,
3: if the first-gen guys are excited about it because I guess that would be a true test, right? Are they willing to jump on board with the new stuff and give right. this new one a try? Are they excited about it, or would they rather see it go back more conventional? And the other one wasn't exactly conventional, but... It was it was more conventional than this one, let's put it that way.
2: Yeah, it was less unconventional. Yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. It was, uh, you know,
2: something you could... Well, I'm not going to say that you could fix it in your garage, but... Uh,
3: you know, <laughs> yeah, you that's know, the it,
2: thing, man. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what bugs me a little bit about hybrid sports cars. It gets to the point where you can't you can't really you can you're even less likely to have garage fixes can,
3: can i mention one more thing that yeah, uh, please kind please.
2: of i don't know why this kind of
3: bugged me a little bit about this car but when i looked inside cuz i you know you're you're dazzled by the outside it's beautiful right uh-huh. it's it's amazing it's an amazing car it looks looks fantastic i i put my face up to the window there you know blocked all the light and and looked inside and i got to tell you i was underwhelmed just didn't look like what i thought it was going to look like inside and i i think that i'm just used to the maybe overly ornate supercar interiors that you see with the quilted seats and the yeah. uh, the knobs and dials everywhere and everything. This was very, very simple. There's no uh there's no real shift knob because the paddle shifters are up at the, the uh the steering wheel. Uh-huh. I mean it looks nice inside. It looks really uh clean, very classy, uh but it it just doesn't have that that look to me. It doesn't have like that overly complicated, like this is a, a special experience when you're driving this type of feel to or look to it. I know that if I were to climb in it and sit down, I would probably have a completely different impression. Like, it would probably envelop you just perfectly. You know, like, it would fit yeah. just right. It's just, when you see it the first time, it's kind of like, well, you look at it and you say, well, that's it. You know, it's like, uh, my, my uh, I don't know. It seems like my Volkswagen is a little bit more, um, appointed, I guess, if uh-huh. you want to call it that, than this right. even, But it's, it's a different thing. It's not the same seats. It's not the same materials. It doesn't have the same, um, maybe maybe it's designed like that on purpose maybe it's supposed to be kind of austere and that you know sure. um it's easy to drive but it's just
2: an incredible machine the focus know? is more on performance that that might Something be like it that. i
3: mean it could be they don't need all the extra you know stuff there you know the ornamentation mm-hmm. that goes on it it's it's just a, it's like a well it's a it's a giant slayer really i mean for the price <laughs> yeah
2: you know yeah that's a good phrase and we are going to be on the hunt for the silver accurate nsx that we mentioned at the top of the show, And I just have—I have a dream that I someday will own a an, an first-gen NSX, and they're kind of
3: getting—not yet. Yeah. They're not yet like to- like affordable toy. It still right. have to be a daily yeah. driver, unfortunately. Right, right, right. But if they drop to that level, then you know, as like maybe the the affordable toy range for yeah. me, yeah. Oh man that'd be Gotta so much fun. your time man I would love it because i i i spot them in traffic here and there. stop wasting all that money uh, on
2: a 401 k and get the n s x that's
3: that's wise <laughs> advice real wise advice I'm full of something <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> but uh we're we are gonna we are gonna head out today uh we hope you're having a wonderful first few days of the new year and if you'd like to catch up on some previous nsx information you can check out our deep cut oldie but a goodie on the uh, our 2011 episode on the origin story of the accurate nsx or the honda nsx by visiting our website carstuffshow.com where we have not one not three not 17 not 400 but every single audio episode we have ever done we are approaching 800 now uh, i don't know
3: i don't know exactly where we fall right now yeah we got to figure that out we're getting we, up there we should do uh we should do something cool Okay, we say that every time, but then it usually just passes with kind of a uh, true.
2: <laughs> it, with a fizzle because we don't know where we are on the schedule exactly. Right, right, you know? right, right. Uh, it's tough. It'd be cool. We could uh, we could go hot air balloon racing, <laughs> Kenny. That just seems like the most ridiculous idea. Uh, but so slow, yeah, so slow. I'm still trying to figure out uh, how to get in the, inside that uh, blimp. That flies over town, yeah. That I am not joking about. That would be cool. We did get one listener response from
3: somebody. We did uh, well, it was a, just a sighting. Yeah, uh, that happened to happen. I don't know about a week
2: before we had talked about it. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. Getting uh, but, closer. Yeah, 2017. That's you know what? How about that? That's one of my goals for 2017. I'm going to get us in a in a blimp. Wait, wait, us? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Or just me? Uh, maybe, maybe. I don't. We'll see. I'll I'll I can probably talk Dylan and Nolan to go with I'm, me. I might go. I mean, seems... and, uh, all right, okay, but I don't know why it seems like a risk to me. They, they, I mean, how many blimp crashes
3: or or zeppelin crashes have you heard of in the last eighty years?
2: Oh, oh, oh wow. Yeah, <laughs> too soon. By, too soon. <laughs> I'm kidding. I think it was eighty go, right? Or eighty uh, years ago. Uh, yeah. H- Hindenburg was late thirties. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna try to get possibly just myself, into a blimp, ladies and gentlemen, and see, maybe I can even film something up well, there.
3: You have to allow, uh, they have to allow you to control that uh, that light-up board on the bottom where you can, you know, send messages to people oh, on the ground. Oh, gosh, yeah. They uh, have
2: to. The power. I'm yes. dizzy with it see, already. Now you're, now,
3: <laughs> you're, it's like the beggars can't be choosers thing, you know? It's <laughs> I, like, it's <laughs> like uh, you know, you go up there and you're like, here, could you load this into the, uh, the, the system? Uh-huh. Okay. And then fly over
2: this house. <laughs> This is this is so dumb, but uh, I one of my I, I have this list of uh, ridiculous dream slash pranks I would want to do that yeah. are just extravagant and stupid, and one of them is you know how uh, folks will pay to have the the propeller plane service. Where it has a message that trails behind the plane. Oh, sure. With those. And it's usually something like super uh, romantic, or it's an you know, it's like someone asking to get married, or it's like an advertisement for a big event. Yeah. Sometimes there's those giant banners that look way too big for the yeah, plane. Yeah. yeah. I want to have one of those. And I you know, want it to be like a blasé statement that doesn't matter. It'd be like tomatoes are okay, or <laughs> it's like I like sandwiches. It'll probably make headlines. It probably will. Yeah. There'll probably be like, uh, it'll probably be like um, <clears throat> local imbecile pays. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a good. Like today's puzzler. <laughs> Who paid for this? <laughs> right. Um, so that's one of my dreams. But I'm going to do the blimp first, uh, and I'd like to hear if you have any uh, auto or vehicle resolutions. For 2017 is this year going to be the year when you finally finish that project car? Is this year going to be the year when? <laughs> Are you looking at me? No. <laughs> did you? Did you just? You just gestured to me when you said that because my wife says the same thing. Perhaps it was a. Perhaps it was a nod of acknowledgement. <laughs> but, uh, but I don't think no, so. I'm not trying to bust your chops, man. Um, okay. Much, but the uh, the <laughs> the the things we want to hear. You know, it could be as simple as the epic road trip you want to take, it could, or just. You know, this year is the year I'm buying a new car. Let us know. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, where we're Car Stuff HSW. Uh, you can take a page from your fellow listeners' book and write to us directly uh, with your experience with the Acura NSX, the older one or the new one. Or a uh, suggestion for an upcoming episode, or heck, if you're uh, feeling generous and want to help me get a leg up on the, on the year, uh, an invitation to hang out with you on a blimp. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're always gonna plug plug that through that the whole year and
2: see what happens. <laughs> Someone's bound to hear it. I think we'll just get people. I, I think people. You know what? Some of our long time listeners will write in and probably personally tell me to shut up about no, it. No, I don't think so. No, I, I think, think they're off. gonna,
3: they're gonna help you in this, uh, this effort.
2: Well, we'll see. And, uh, if you're helping me, help me, uh, convince my co-host here to get over his, uh, fear of blimps.
3: <laughs> I don't know about fear <laughs> of blimps. So just, uh, Okay, I've got a fear of blimps.
2: Why won't you go up in this incredibly flammable what? machine with me? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. uh, anyway, you could uh, uh, write to us with all that and more. Uh, we are car stuff
3: at howstuffworks.com.
1: For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com.